1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org.
2: A spiritual joy that is unspeakable. Words cannot describe it. That's our inheritance now. A, A spiritual rest from stressful living. That's our inheritance now a future, and a hope. That's our our experience now.
1: When we hear the term meek, our first thoughts might involve weakness or lack of self-esteem. But it may surprise you that in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus tells his disciples that the meek shall inherit the earth. Join Pastor Jack Morris as he explains what it is to be meek and how those attributes bring the blessings of God into our lives.
2: The scripture tells us that there's going to be an inheritance for the meek. So I need to know in order to get this inheritance what it means to be meek. And again, it's not something that I can just put on. You saw the tree. Those of you who were here last week in my front yard, the little green leaves that are coming out, It all started on the inside. It's not something that starts on the outside of the tree, like a Christmas tree that you tack things on and make it beautiful. But this is something that God does and God makes beautiful. And God's making your life, because you're a Christian and a Redeemer, a beautiful life. You don't look the same. You don't act the same. You don't behave the same. You are a people of love, mercy, and grace. Because the character of Jesus is coming forth from the inside. Like the energy that comes up through the trunk of the tree because of the roots. Today and every Sunday morning we gather with the people of God. Because God tells us to do so. And if we don't do so, we are not obeying the Lord. We need to look for every opportunity to be together. Because we're going to heaven together. We're going to be raptured together. God's not going to take One up and then gather the rest of us. No, we are one in the Lord and God has made us so. And for that, we give him thanks. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. Lord. Worship God. One of the great concerns of my heart has been all my ministry and in latter times is that we would come to church and worship God. It seems like in Protestant churches, that, in particular, we have become preaching churches. And we do, do need the word of God. And blessed is the word of God that is preached. But to worship God, to have God to touch our hearts, to know that we have been in the presence of God. There, there's something about knowing that I haven't just been to church, but I have come and met God today in a different way, in a new way, in a fresh way. May it happen today to every one of us. May those of us who have sinned find forgiveness. Those of us who are hurting find healing, whatever the need might be that he would bless and do this. But we need to we need to know now what it is to be meek in order that we might receive an inheritance. I... I think of an inheritance. I think of my dad. When my dad died at the age of 49, uh, filled with cancer, uh, he left a small inheritance to my sister and myself. And uh, with that little bit of money that he left, I was able to pay off my college education and I was thankful. My sister had gone through a divorce and she had had a little girl. Ginger, who now lives in Florida. Ginger and Gregory, my nephew, were with their parents in the car wreck over in Baltimore when the two parents were killed. Uh, This was my, my sister's second husband. The first husband, I don't know, he was a nice man, but he didn't seem to want to be attached to the family. And so it got to the place where... She just called it quits. And I remember my dad saying he had this little house uh, up near Pittsburgh, 35 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. And he said, I'm going to give the house to your sister because right now she doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have any place to go, but I'll, I'll give half of my the money that I have. I'll divide it between you. And uh, but so Grace got the house and. I got half the money and she got half the money. But what I'm trying to say is that I did nothing to deserve that money. I didn't work for it. I didn't earn it. it. It was an inheritance. It was given. And this is what God is saying to us in his word. I'm going to give you something. But doesn't God always give us something? He's giving us something this morning, and some of us are are so taken up with other ideas and thoughts going through our mind that that we're not aware or we can't get in touch with it. Friend, there are a lot of things bouncing off your head today, and mine too. We need to hear his voice. God, give me a hearing ear. You see, God has a mouth and a tongue and lips. He spoke his word here. And he continues to speak his word to those who will listen. His word is coming forth. And I pray that you and I will will hear that word. But he, he gives and he continues to give. He is a giving God. He is not a taking God. He gives love, everlasting love, eternal love. He gives redemption. He gives forgiveness of sins. He gives joy, peace, comfort. He gives rest. He just keeps on and on and on. Have you really thanked him and and thought about it? What he continues to give. Yes, how great thou art. And he gave us a father. And he taught us to call him father. This is what God does. How God gives Well, today I'm going to try to help all of us to learn how to be meek. You see, most of us don't care for that word very much. Not in today's society. Meek means weak. Meek, I think of a person who is spineless, weak, no backbone, meek. Milk toast. That's today's thought. But it wasn't the same then when uh, Jesus spoke those words. You know, language has a way of moving away from itself or changing its meaning, and or if it doesn't change its meaning, it emphasizes one part over another part of its definition. I I, I wanna you see, we, we admire people who are aggressive who get out there and get things done. We we like that kind of person. You know, we like stories from rags to riches. They turn us on. Meek people don't turn us on. Meek people seem to disgust us. (laughs) But meek, we have to look at it as Jesus gave it, how he meant it to be brought forth and I pray, I pray that you're listening with your ears today. And those of you who are streaming, come on, get in touch, get in touch. Here, there's an inheritance coming to you, to me. But I've got to find out how to get it. I must be a child of God, but I must become a meek child of God. But let me give you a, a story of a, a person who was very aggressive. I don't know whether you remember Charles Colson. Remember Charles Colson? Um, he was President Nixon's, quote, hatchet man. Now, this is an extreme ag- aggressive situation. He allegedly said at one time, if my grandmother gets be- between me and my goal, I will run over my grandmother. <laughs> but the man, after about three years in prison, received Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. And when he did, I contacted him and invited him to the Largo Community Church. We were still down at the high school. Then I went up to the grocery stores, the giant, and I had these posters, and I asked him, "May I put a poster up? Charles Colson is coming to Largo High School to meet the Largo Community church." And the manager at giant said, "Oh no, you don't put a not a banner up for him said uh, Uh, it's too political, we're too close to what has just happened with that man, but he came with Charles Coulson, but I brought him over on a Saturday, that's when Dwayne, I was men's fellowship director, (laughs) and I rented the hotel over at Lanham, and uh, their banquet hall, and we had ministers coming and people coming from Different places. We had a great men's fellowship. Charles Colson gave his testimony, then the very next morning he was down at the high school uh, preaching the Sunday morning service. I tried to get him back after here, but he, he died. He's in heaven now. But he, he was a, a great Christian man and he's written a number of great books that are taught in uh, universities and seminaries today. And when I was teaching at the seminary, I would use his textbook, The Body of Christ. But we, that, that's an extreme there. But as I said, we admire aggressive people that, that get out there and, and get things done. But meek, I'm going to give you not a definition from a dictionary. I'm not going to give you that, but I'm going to give you a living example so that I can paint a picture and we can see meekness, not only with our ears or our eyes from a dictionary, but with flesh and blood on it. Uh, meekness is associated with words like back then. I'm talking about meekness back then in, in biblical times. Gentleness, humility, self-control, submission to God. That's what meekness meant back then. These were people who were aggressive enough to get the job done, but they were gentle. They were humble. They were submitted to, uh, to God. Do uh, you know that who the two meekest men on earth were? Anybody, you can speak it out now. Moses? Jesus. The two meekest men. Neither one of them were spineless, milk toast. No, neither one of them. How could a man like Moses lead the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage, about two and a half million people, 40 years in the wilderness, and take him into the promised land? How could a, a, a spineless man do such a thing as that? He couldn't. He was the meekest man but to that time on the face of the earth.
1: Mr. Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that is sure to encourage your faith and spiritual formation in Christ. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at LargoCC.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
2: The poor in spirit, meaning it's like me I, I, wanna, I wanna buy something, I, don't, I wanna buy a table, or I get some furniture, a living room set. And I go in and I say, oh, that's the set Corinna and I want. And I, I write a check, I give it to the man, the man comes back and said, hey, your, your checking account is closed. There's no money in your checking account to pay for that living room set. Now, that's what happened right before Jesus went to the cross. There was no money in your account to pay your debt of sin and mine. We were absolutely poor. We were broke. We were bankrupt. We had a paper check that absolutely wasn't worth the paper it was written on. We could have prayed all we want to. God, forgive me. But there was no blood shed to cleanse me. There was nothing in the bank. That's what he meant when he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. When you know you're broke and you have nothing to offer God. When you know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. When you know that, when you sense that, when you're aware of that. I mean, you, there, there, there's a sensing. I know it up here, but I mean, I, I just feel so unworthy. I'm so poor in my spirit. And now I turn to the Lord and say, Lord, nothing in my hands I bring. Simply to the cross I cling. Then the Lord takes you in. Makes you his child and becomes your father. Jesus, the elder brother in the kingdom of God. Jesus. In 2 Corinthians, the apostle speaks of Jesus. Meekness and gentleness of Christ. The meekness. And gentleness of Christ. Hey would somebody come around and say to you. Oh. I better not name anybody. But call your name and say. That lady. Is a personification. Of the meekness and gentleness of Christ. That man. Is a living example. Of the meekness and gentleness of Christ. It must come from within the apple tree. The character I can't take. And type tape that or tack that character on. It must come from within. And here it comes. Before I became pastor of this church, I was a pastor of another church. I was there five years. I've been here nearly 50 years. It's just a five with a zero on it. I mean, what is time after all? (laughs) There was a dentist that started coming to the church and I didn't stay there long enough to get to know him because I guess I was anxious to get over here and get started on this church. And uh, we built a beautiful new church building edifice, bought land. It's very similar to what we did here, but here is much more land and much greater building, all because of your faithfulness and praying and giving and working. He was a dentist. I won't say his name because he doesn't live that far from us. Well, maybe. Maybe he's gone by now, but he was a younger man, younger than I was, or about about the same age. But he was about the meekest man I think I ever saw. Uh, He gave his heart to the Lord, had a born-again experience, really saved. And some of the congregation used him as their dentist. And he would come to church every Sunday, every Wednesday night for a prayer meeting, and his wife was not saved. And she became angry. It's easy to get angry, friend. (laughs) She became angry. And she accused him of doing other things on Wednesday night. You're going to church. Church is on Sunday. You're going to church. He never said a word to that woman. He just went to the bedroom, got himself dressed the way he wanted to dress. And she was following him around, yapping and talking and caring, cursing and using foul language. And he just walked out the door, got in the car, came to church, came home. She met him at the door, cursing and carrying on. Yeah, who are you with tonight? And just accused that man. And he just, but he was strong in the spirit. He was strong. Friend, the person that's putting garbage in you is stronger than you. And you're listening to that Bess. And he just kept on keeping on. He was as a lamb led to the slaughter before her shears is silent. And do you know that woman couldn't take it after so many months? She broke, gave her heart to the Lord, and now both of them are coming to church. And I was there to see it. When you see a man and woman together in unity in a one flesh relationship. You know that God has been at work. And that's how they were. He, he was a brand new Christian. And then he came in the building one day and he said, Pastor Morris, may I have a hymnal? I like, a, I like to go home and sing these hymns in my house. His house had become a church. What a man. The meekest man I think I'd ever met. And I know I've met others that are as meek, but I wasn't around them long enough Or to see the inside like I saw the inside of his life and his marriage and his home. All right. The meek will inherit the earth. Now we have an inheritance now. The Lord has blessed us now. It's just like when Israel was following Moses out of Egypt. They were going to the land of milk and honey. A lush land. That's all it was. It was just greater than anything else here on earth. It was lush. and God says it's for you now. And Moses led them to that land. Now when Jesus comes, we will have the fulfillment of the inheritance of meekness. But right now, we have a foretaste of meekness and the reward that comes with meekness. Oh, oh taste and see. That the Lord is good. Come on, I can't taste for you. Put something in my mouth and, mmm, boy, that tastes good. You'd say, well, I wish I had a piece that I could taste it. <laughs> Friend, salvation is yours if you had opened your heart. <laughs> it's yours for the asking. You're, it's an inheritance. You can't earn it. No, don't look like a Christmas tree, look like an apple tree. <laughs> Let it come up within. And it will. It'll come up within. So right now, we look forward to the, the coming of Jesus. And when he the scripture says he's going to come back, back to earth, he's going to put up his, his office, his headquarters in the city of Jerusalem, exactly where Jerusalem is right now. And he's going to rule and reign with his saints for a thousand years. For a thousand years. You'll be able to walk right in and see Jesus much easier than you can walk in and see Mr. Biden. You can just walk right in. There he is. He's here to talk to us and help us. But if he can't trust you now with love and mercy and grace, you're not going to have very much going for you when he comes back. But right now, let's talk about the inheritance that we have right now. The scripture says, even now... We have a new land, just like Israel was having a new land. The new land was milk and honey. You and I are in the land of milk and honey, not in the land of holding grudges and and picking out faults. No, we're in the land of milk and honey. It's a lush place if you have that experience in Christ. It'll be yours, provided you are meek, and that is that you are humble submissive self-control gentle if you know in whom you have believed he's put that power within you now you can effervesce humility and effervesce self-control and <laughs> gentleness uh, now you're meek you can enter in look forward to the jerusalem experience and the reign of jesus for a thousand years but right now You can have joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. This is what's yours. It's what's yours. If you don't have it, it's because you've turned it out, because Jesus can't get through all of that garbage that has been poured in. Uh, He'd have to use a a spiritual jackhammer to to clear it out, but he, he won't pour it in until he clears some things out, and he will he will clear it out a spiritual joy that is unspeakable words cannot describe it that's our inheritance now
1: as we just learned from today's healing word message true meekness is brought about by Jesus living in us and adorning our inner being with a gentle and quiet spirit the inheritance of those who are meek includes joy, rest, hope and eternal life with our Father in Heaven when this life is over We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. Thanks, Eric. Before I leave you today, I want to
2: thank you for your prayers and your financial gifts for the support of this ministry. You're my partner. I'm your partner. We're on the same team. We're on God's team. God
1: bless you as you continue to pray and give. And I thank you. God bless you. I'll see you next time. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.